0: verses 13 through 20. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop, you cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand. Where it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father Jenny Lewis will now bring our message today good morning all right let me read that last little bit for you. And I'm reading from a different. Um... No, you're good. Um, I'm reading from a different version, so it might be a, a little weird. Um... Give me a second. <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Okay. It's time to get salty, friends. All right. So, for those of you I haven't had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Jenny Lewis. I am a certified lay speaker from Blue Earth. Um, I actually went to licensing school with Pastor Chad. Um, that's my in here with y'all. Um, I have been married to my wonderful husband TJ, who is also a licensed um, lay pastor. He's actually preaching up in the Redwood Falls area today. He's I'm the lucky one. I only have y'all. He's got three churches to reach out this morning. Um, we have been married for 14 years. We have two beautiful daughters. Um, our oldest is 18. She is a senior and planning to attend the University of Minnesota Crookston in the fall, majoring in equine science. If you have questions about what that is, I will try to explain to you after service. Um, so yeah, she's moving about seven hours away from home. Big change in the Lewis household. Our youngest daughter is Juliana. She is 14 and a freshman. Both girls are cheerleaders at Blue Earth area. They do uh, football and we are currently ending winter season for boys and girls basketball. Rounding out our lovely family of ladies with the exception of my husband of course, is our fur baby Rosie. She is a seven year old little fuzzy butt Um, Japanese chin beagle mix. And she is definitely the princess of the house. Um, And if you have any questions about that, just talk to her. She'll tell you. Um, I work full-time at Cabin Coffee in Blue Earth. If you have never been to a Cabin Coffee, if you are somewhere with a Cabin Coffee, please go there. Um, I love what I do. I love my job, but I love my customers more. It is like, totally like having fellowship time every day, except instead of having one congregation that I see all the time, I have my regulars, but I have new people coming in all the time from all across the country and even across the world in little rural Blue Earth, Minnesota. It is so cool, I love it. Um, yeah, and I get to drink all the free coffee I want, so bonus! Um, So, this scripture, at first I wasn't sure where to go with it because there's a lot, as there is with pretty much any Bible scripture, um, but a lot of it is self explanatory, but I didn't know where to go with this. So, I'm going to break it down into four sections because this is what I got. So, one, faith takes work, aka don't lose your saltiness. Two, don't hide your faith. The city on the hill and the lampstand. Three, Jesus was a Jew, and he came to fulfill the Jewish prophecies. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill the law of Moses. And four, trust me, this will make sense. Galatians five twenty two through 25. Again, this is from the New Living Translation. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Trust me, there's a song that goes with this that I learned in a kid's after-school program. I always want to sing that. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Okay, those are, those are our four points. And now let's break them down. Everybody's faith journey is a little bit different. Just like each one of us is unique in our walk with God. It doesn't matter if you've been a follower since you were knee high to a grasshopper, or you just gave your heart to God yesterday. I think sometimes we forget that faith is a marathon, it's not a sprint. It takes work, it takes conditioning, it takes strategy and energy, and it's some seriously hard work. I also think that sometimes, don't, don't get salty on me, church and Jesus people, we Tend to bring new people in and we're so excited to bring people in and to share Jesus and our passion that we forget to tell them that it's a marathon and there's hard work involved. And we especially forget to walk alongside these people we bring in. We forget to help them out, we forget to help them build that solid foundation on Jesus. So let me ask you, how's your prayer life? How are your devotional muscles? Your Bible reading workouts? And your small group sessions? Because I'm going to admit right here and now that mine are weak on a good day. I need to do better if I want to be useful for God's kingdom. And those aren't just words, that's reality. Life is busy and chaotic and I don't do what I need to do. I wouldn't be standing here preaching if it wasn't for God and his spirit. Jesus is the light of the world. I have an image of God in my head. I'm not sure where it came from, and it's probably wrong, but until I get where I'm going, it's what I've got, so it's what I'm going to go with. It's this huge, bluish light, really bright in the center and kind of going, you know what I mean? Radiating in all directions. It's got the little spiky things, so like, bright white in the center and, like, blue going out. It's hovering on this incredible throne. And it's radiating this incredible warmth. I wish you could see in my head. I wish you could feel it. Because it's really amazing. And the warmth is not too bad either. It's a place you want to go and be. You want to bask in that light. And you want to be in that warmth. You just want to wrap yourself in it like a warm blanket. And you just want to stay there. That's what God wants us to be like. He put the spark of the Holy Spirit inside each and every one of us we're his epicenter. And from there, we're supposed to radiate his love and warmth and welcome to every person we encounter. We each have gifts from the spirit to accomplish his mission. My gifts are service, hence working in a coffee shop, and giving gifts. I like getting gifts that's fine whatever but I love going and shopping for that perfect gift for the person that I care about and giving it to them and seeing their face that is my gig and if you were to ask my husband I would go out of my way and spend all of our money to make all the people in the world happy I would not have a problem with that service and gift-giving those are my gifts what are yours How can you shine the light that God has put inside you? What is the Spirit whispering for you to do? That's how we share a faith. Make a friend. Be a friend. Share Christ with a friend. In that order, friends. You have to make a friend first. And then you have to build that foundation and you have to truly be a friend. Build a foundation. And then you share Christ with said friend. And then you bring that friend to church. And you get them dabbling in. And then you try to rope them into things. Did did you get that order? Did you take notes? Okay. Okay. Make a friend, be a friend, share a friend with Christ, then maybe get them involved. That last one is Hingy. Honestly, okay, Jesus worshiped with his family. Remember that whole 12-year-old story? Jesus' family forgot him at the temple? Jesus worshiped with his family in the temple as a Jew. He observed the Jewish holidays. He read the scrolls. He sat at the feet of the Jewish... Religious leaders, the same ones that would later kill him, yes. And as a boy, he learned and he grew up just like everybody else in his Jewish communities. Just like our kids grow up in our Christian communities. That's how Jesus grew up in his family. Because that's where he was. Jesus challenged the authorities to get them back on track and to make them honest again. Jesus was radical because he put his money where his mouth was and he called people out on their stuff. Jesus wasn't in it for the power. He wasn't in it for the glory. He wasn't in it for all the attention and the celebrity that the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all of those people were in it for, Jesus was in it for the right reasons. Jesus was in it to love people, to fulfill God's law. Jesus was radical because he loved people. He called the the Pharisees and the Sadducees out on the rug And it got him killed because they were threatened, because they knew what they were doing was wrong. Which brings us to the fruit of the Spirit. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control there is no law against these things those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed their passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Time, patience, hard work, dedication, trusting and leaning on God. That's what it takes. Leaning into that Spirit following its whispers and its little nudges. Sometimes it will bash you over the head with a 254 if you're lucky. Sometimes it will push you off a cliff if you're lucky. That's not usually how it works. It's the whispers. It's the nudges. It's the gentle suggestions from a friend, and they just won't give up. And you just want to say, shh. And they just won't quit. That's the spirit right there, folks. God works in really weird ways. But sometimes he has to in order to get us to listen. Because folks, we're kind of stubborn. Following the burning in your heart that you just can't shake. That's the call. Do we have what it takes? Are we willing to take the leap? Enough said? Maybe, but I'm not good at stopping where I'm supposed to. So I will meet Galatians five, and I will raise you Matthew twenty two, thirty six through forty. "'Teacher, which is the most important commandment "'in the law of Moses?' "'Jesus replied, "'You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, "'all your soul, and all your mind. "'This is the first and greatest commandment. "'A second is equally important. "'Love your neighbor as yourself. "'The entire law and all the demands of the prophets "'are based on these two commands.'" And there it is, all wrapped up in a pretty little package in a few sentences. Love God, love others, the end. Why is that so hard? Why do we get it so wrong so often? Why do we get bogged down in all the stuff? Why do we get tripped up by all the words and the legalities? Why do we let all the noise of the world drown out the voice of God calling to us? Why do we put ourselves through unnecessary pain and suffering? Most important of all, why do we hurt others? Love God. Love others. Get salty. It takes work to stay that way. And I don't mean salty like the kids mean it, salty. You read the scripture. Keep your salty. Shine bright. You have God's spirit inside of you. Act like it. Follow Jesus. He was a Jew. You're a Gentile, who cares? Get spirit-filled, be spirit-led and listen. Love God, love others, amen. Thank you, Jenny.